Whether you are starting a business or running a business, maybe you are producing a podcast like The Kara Golden Show. Let's face it, it's always way harder than one might expect. Lots of little details, meticulous planning, producing product, guest coordination, editing, promoting each episode. It's all a ton of work. Managing merchandise, managing cases and book sales too, layer after layer of complexity. And if you're like me, looking for ways to operate more efficiently and effectively is the name of the game. That's why I'm going to let you in on a little secret. ShipStation, the tool that is here to help you and you need to know all about it. With ShipStation, you can integrate with all the places you sell online, optimize your shipping, save costs and time. Personally, ShipStation has been a lifesaver for me. Its automation features allow me to manage orders from anywhere and print shipping labels with just a click. Seriously, it's that easy. And the cost savings? Unbelievable. With discounts up to 89% off carrier rates, you can't go wrong. Significant savings. And who doesn't want that? An easy-to-use dashboard, robust reporting. Oh, and did I mention that over 130,000 companies have leveraged ShipStation to grow their businesses? Not much churn either. 98% of them stay with ShipStation because it truly works. ShipStation is it. So if you're ready to streamline your shipping process and focus more on what you love, head over to ShipStation.com, the innovative tool that helps turn your shipping challenges into opportunities for growth. Go to ShipStation.com and use code CARA to sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com, code CARA. Use code CARA for a free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com, promo code CARA. I am unwilling to give up, that I will start over from scratch as many times as it takes to get where I want to be. I want to be. You just want to make sure you will get knocked down, but just make sure you don't get knocked out. Knocked out. So your only choice should be go focus on what you can control. 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 Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Kara Golden Show. Join me each week for inspiring conversations with some of the world's greatest leaders. We'll talk with founders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and really some of the most interesting people of our time. Can't wait to get started. Let's go. Let's go. Hi, everyone. It's Kara Golden from The Kara Golden Show, and I am super, super excited to have my next guest here. As I was mentioning to her, I have wanted to have this guest on for a very long time, and so I was very, very excited to be connected again with her. We have Deborah Lippman, who is a celebrity manicurist and the brand founder of Deborah Lippman, and we're going to talk to you a little bit about uh, how she founded the company. If you are not familiar with Deborah Lipman, as I mentioned, she's a celebrity manicurist and brand founder of Deborah Lipman Nail Care. But I also noticed that she recently has uh, some new items that she has gone into too, which 
we'll get her to share a little bit more about. But some of the celebs that are uh, known Deborah Lipman fans, uh, Laura Dern, Lady Gaga, Oprah Winfrey. I mean, the list goes on and on. And I, for one, am also such a huge fan. I carry my own with me wherever I go. And I'm constantly telling people all about her. Uh, She's also from Arizona. And for those of you who sort of follow me and my journey, I'm also from Arizona. We were on a panel together and uh, got to hear that she also is a graduate of Arizona State University. Very, very exciting. So uh, her journey includes many, many things that I want to get her to talk about as well, like no cuticle cutting mantras and all kinds of cutting edge products that she's developed, like the brand's Gel Lab Pro Color, which is absolutely a staple um, for me. She's taken an idea that she had and turned it into a thriving business. In addition, she's a jazz singer, a very, very good one. So without further ado, welcome, Deborah. Thank you, Kara. I am blushing. I am blushing. (laughs) So, so, so great. So really, really excited to have you on. So before we get into hearing about your company, Deborah Lipman, I'd love to hear more about you. And so you grew up in Arizona. Did you always think that you'd be a New York City jazz singer, but also an entrepreneur? Um, I never thought I would be an entrepreneur. (laughs) I never thought I would be an entrepreneur. From the time that I was four years old, I wanted to sing. And I was singing and doing, um, I, I was singing and through, I think my first competition that I was in, I was in kindergarten and my girlfriend and I entered a contest and we won. And it was like, oh, I got the bug. I got the bug. I love this. I just love, um, yeah, I really, my passion is singing. And I have been a nail biter, had been a nail biter my whole life until I was in college. I finished college. I was a nail biter, nail biter, nail biter. I finished college, got my first job, uh, performing job, Um with a with a group in in Arizona, in Arizona that tried to be a Las Vegas review. It was called Razzle Dazzle. I'm sh- not sure if you've ever heard of us, Kara. No, I'm I sure haven't. You, but I, 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 I look have, it up. Positive that you haven't. <laughs> um, but I can show you a funny picture of when I played um, a parody of Dolly Parton um, for, back in the day. Anyway, um, when I was doing that that review, the director saw my nail bitten hands. And we were wearing like these Vegasy costumes and I, you know, rhinestones and feathers and gorgeous stuff. And then I would pick up the microphone and have these bitten to the nub nails. I mean, they never bled. I never bit my cuticles, thank goodness. But I did bite my nails to the nub for my whole life. It was my mom's, uh, like it was, rest, rest in peace, mom. Um, it was like, it was such a, such a difficult thing for her. She wanted me to stop biting my nails my whole life. And when I got into the show... They made me put acrylic nails on. That's like back in the seventies, maybe. Yeah. And it it changed the way I felt about my hands. I was like I'd gone from being ashamed of my hands my whole life, not even realizing the shame, the amount of shame that I had. And I would, you know, when I would meet people, I wouldn't want to stick my hand out because embarrassing. When you when you stick your hand out to Greet someone, your your eyes go to the hand of the person that you're, you know, so that you can make that lock. And I would be embarrassed. 
Like I'd be like reaching like this to grab somebody's hand. I just had so much shame in my nails. And when, when I went to the manicurist and had, when they took me to the manicurist and sat there and made me get artificial nails, I went, I literally went, Kara, from being like this, like to going like this and feeling, I mean, I wear my nails really short and groomed now, but I, I just felt like a lady. I mean, and I still, I gave myself a manicure before I did the show and I feel so much better about my hands than I did when I woke up this morning because they just, you know, my cuticles are clean. I like them nude. It's okay. But it's like, it's just, you feel different. It's empowering. It is really, really empowering. Um, so how often have you thought about learning a new language only to be stopped by that memory of yours from the last time you tried to learn a language when it didn't go so well? Okay, maybe it wasn't a language that you were interested in learning, or perhaps all those poorly written textbooks in your sixth grade class weren't that well written after all. I have a great tip for you. It's called Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program around available on desktop or app, no matter where you choose to learn it or what platform you choose to learn on, Rosetta Stone works and it truly immerses you in the language you choose to learn quicker and easier than you ever imagined to. Maybe you're getting ready to travel abroad this summer and you want to learn a bit of Portuguese, let's say, before your trip. Rosetta Stone can help. I know this firsthand as I did just this before traveling to Portugal last year. I learned Portuguese through Rosetta Stone, and by doing so, I not only got a better grasp of the spoken language of Portugal, but it got me very excited for the trip itself before I went. They even have a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation as you are learning too. They've got you covered. Rosetta Stone's trusted experts are the real deal. They've been helping people just like you for over 30 years, helping millions of people to learn Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and my favorite, Portuguese. The lessons are five to 10 minutes long and include practical exercises so that you can pick up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. No English translations either, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language you are focused on, helping you get the long-term retention you are looking for. And who wouldn't want that? Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Kara Golden Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. In today's world, which I will admit can at times seem filled with too much of the wrong information, it's essential to find a good source that truly gets to the heart of what I want to know. I am super excited about our next sponsor as I've been a big fan of their content for some time now. That sponsor is the Washington Post. Their depth on topics from business to tech isn't just impressive, it's essential reading for me. Whether I'm catching up on the latest tech trends or understanding how the day's news truly impacts my family, the Washington Post is my trusted source. Let's talk specifics. 
Their business and tech coverage, absolutely top-notch. Just imagine having the most insightful articles at your fingertips, including the unparalleled AI reporting from Drew Harwell or the pulse on tech and online culture from Taylor Lorenz. And the best part? You can listen to articles just like you listen to this podcast, making it perfect for your busy lifestyle. I was just reading an article from one of my favorite Washington Post writers, Frances Stead Sellers. She covers entrepreneurs like myself, but also covers other interesting topics, including health, as well as some very interesting books. I also love getting their For You newsletter, which is their roundup of stories tailored just for my interests, right in my inbox every evening. The Washington Post app is super well done, I think. It makes it incredibly easy to stay up to date and follow my favorite journalists on the go. And if you ever thought that the Washington Post is just about politics, think again. They cover everything under the sun, from climate and culture to crosswords and cooking, providing a world of surprising stories and vital insights. Okay, enough of the love fest that I have for the Washington Post. Here's the deal. Being a listener of The Kara Golden Show has its benefits, and this one is too good to miss. Now is the time to sign up for The Washington Post. Go to WashingtonPost.com slash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. That's 80% off their typical offer. So this is truly a steal. Once again, that's WashingtonPost.com backslash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. When I finished, uh, when I finished college and got a music degree, um, I was, I was singing in Arizona, but you know, let's see, did you ever go to Timothy's Jazz Club? Yeah, I did. Singing there. I was a regular, oh, I was a regular. Oh, I did for many years anyway. Um, and I sang in like dance bands for weddings, um, so I start doing nails and it was very funny that I, I worked in a very, very nice salon and the clients, I would do clients in the salon and then they would be like on the board of some charity or they would be the, the chair of some charity and I would be singing in the dance band that night. Like I would do their nails on Saturday day and then I'd be like a singer and they'd dance by. Go, Oops, like it was just the weirdest. It's been the it's been uh, it's been something I never could have dreamt. I couldn't have dreamt up that these two careers would mesh and Amazing. and go together. So I moved to New York uh, to pursue music in the early '90s and um, got a job at Frederick Fakai, which was when it was the heyday, the place to be. It was like sham- that movie Shampoo must have been with Warren Beatty. Like I I think it was like totally. that. All the women were fabulous and dressed and perfect and, you know, um, and uh, um, Bobby Brown sat in my chair and met Bobby Brown. Her brand was brand new. She was she was actually selling her uh, lipsticks. I don't remember how many she launched with, but she was selling them there. It was brand new. Everybody knew who she was. I didn't know who she was. Um, I did, you know, because I was from Arizona. I didn't read. Max, <laughs> I did. I wasn't oh. like that. Uh, you know, I was uh, Fred. I remember Fred Fakai said to me one time, I wore something to work, and he was like, "This is not cowboys and Indians, Deborah." It's like, it's like hysterical. we got to give you a makeover. <laughs> um, but so, Bobby sat in my chair, and she liked her manicure so much that she called Allure magazine, 
without telling me. And Allure Magazine then called the salon and said that they wanted to put me in the magazine as one of the best manga, uh, manicurists in New York in their directory. And so they came into the salon and took my picture. And I was just like, what is going on? Like, what is happening? It was my first year living in New York that this happened. Like, I, it was a whirlwind coming from Cowboys and Indians to moving to a town where I didn't know anyone. I didn't have any friends um, when I moved here. And now I've got all the friends in the world. And yeah. I, and, um, but um, yeah, it was just, it was a crazy thing that happened. And so then as soon as that magazine came out, like before I knew it, celebrities were sitting in my chair. It was like one after the other, after the other were calling for me. And then eventually I get a phone call one day. We had these little princess phones at our, at our, um, on our stations yeah. and the phone rang. It was usually for the client. And I answered the phone and this guy goes, um, I'm looking for Deborah Lipman. Anyway, long story short, he was an agent. So my assumption was that he had seen me sing somewhere. And I'm like, well, where did you hear me sing? And he was like, sing? Aren't you like a manicurist? <laughs> I was like, but didn't you say oh you were an God. agent? I don't understand. I had no idea that there were agents for the job that I do now, which is editorial and fashion and doing nails in magazines and with celebrities. There's an I have an agent still to this day, a different one. But that, you know, puts me, um, books my jobs and sends me out to go here, there, and never. It's, it's crazy. I had no idea that this all was even a possibility. And so who was your first person that you were sent out to meet with? Mariah Carey. Oh, that's so wild. <laughs> so, and you knew who Mariah Carey was. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you knew who she was. That is such oh, a great really story. Um, so you went out to see wait, wait, her. Wait. That is actually not true. Hold on. Roll it back. Roll it back. It's worse than that. Share. Oh, Share. amazing. Share. Crazy. And Where so was- you hadn't actually worked on her, uh, like in the salon. But No, I had hadn't worked on her. Someone saw, someone saw the thing in Allure and, and called the salon and had me go to her hotel. And it was, yeah, uh, it, it's just, it was mind boggling. It was absolutely mind boggling. She has remained, when we talk about like people who have been supportive, she helped me launch my brand. She helped Amazing. me my bottle. We sat on her bed uh, when I was creating the brand. I, we sat on her bed and I showed her all the packaging I was thinking about. And the and she went through it all with me. I mean, and to this day, actually, she sells her products. Um, she sells a fragrance now on HSN. And she was on not too long ago. And she said, she said, I know Deborah Littman's on here. I picked her bottle. That is so And the fact funny. that she remembers that, like, you know, 20, almost 25 years, 26 years uh, later is with a world as huge as hers is. It's like, it's amazing what women will do for you. And it's amazing the things that, um, well, that and that people will do for you, period. That, you know, yeah. sometimes no, you it's, have it's- to... Wild. So what was the point when, so you're, how long were you a manicurist before you actually came out with your brand? Oh my gosh. Well, I started doing nails in like the eighties and I moved to New York in the nineties and I launched the brand in 99. Oh, wow. It's the brand. uh, Yeah. So you were continuing to do it. Now, what was kind of the, I mean, obviously you were using a lot of other people's brands, but what did you see missing? I saw so many things missing. And, you know, at the time that, I mean, I would see 
in certain products, like that the brush wouldn't be wouldn't be wouldn't have enough bristles in it, or that the stem would be so long that the polish would drip down the stem and then drip down the 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 brush. And if the brush was too long, right. you'd be pooling up before you could even polish with it. Um, I saw one of the one of the really big things that I saw was that you couldn't find in the luxury market. Um, like if I wanted, because I'm work, so I'm working in fancy salon in New York, and um, if I wanted to send my clients down into the floor of Bergdorf Goodman afterwards to buy what they needed for their nails, because they would say, just tell me what I what I need. I want to buy stuff. There was one cuticle cream on the, there was the Dior cuticle cream, period. That was the only cuticle, that was the only, other than each brand would have maybe a couple of, you know, Chanel had a couple of colors and Dior would have a couple of colors and Long Kong would have a couple of colors. But nobody at that time Really, the brands that the the bigger brands just put nail polish on to keep people at their at their station, like keep people really shopping them. Mm-hmm. And there was no real thought to the formulas. Like on it, Chanel had fabulous colors um, at, when they launched Vamp, when that whole thing happened. And I was, oh my gosh, this is just a little sidebar. When they launched Vamp, um, I was working at Fakai, and I'd already had a bit of a name, and. The people from Chanel called Fakai and said that they wanted to take me into a private room and show me this polish and get my my opinion of it before it came out. And so we went to this private room where they locked the door. It was like this whole thing. And I was just like, yeah, I mean, I just... Hysterical. Yeah, hysterical. I mean, when I think back of it now, it's just like, I, I can't even believe it. That's hysterical. Well, I mean, how many people actually are on the ground doing this prior to launching a brand as well? I mean, I don't know how many in your industry like had actually been manicurists prior to actually launching the product. I think we were about the first, but there were there have been many to follow. Yeah. And that's great. It used to actually so in the early days of of having a business when, you know, when I would see somebody else was going to launch a business, I would, I would just feel like, oh my gosh, this is, you know, the world's going to end. Our retailers can't carry two brands, but I didn't, but now I know that carrying two brands is better. It's like they give, you know, it's things that I just didn't know. So you and I touched on this right before we started recording, but so you started the company. Who did you start the company with? I started the company with my husband, Jude, and my brother, Mark. And it was something that I, t- I talked about for a long time. Um, I kept talking about, you know, because my clients would say, because it was such the era, that was the era of like people who, you know, really makeup and hair people were doing, starting to do their own brands, people that were known. And so people were saying to me, you need to do your own brand. You need to do your own brand. And I'm like, I don't even know about nail polish. Like, and I'm a singer and like, I'm here to sing. I want to sing. And um, so I kept talking about it in tech kept talking about it and I'd be like, well, if I were going to do a brand, when I started the company, this is an interesting mistake that I made. Emotionally, as a, as a singer, I wanted to save my name, Deborah Lippman, for my singing career. Mm-hmm. So I decided to call the brand Lippman Collection. I have no idea. Why? I, you did. <laughs> and, and did I know then that it was going to be more than a collection of nail polishes and that it was going to be other beauty treatments? No, I didn't know that. But but I did, and um, when I started to get press for the brand, which I did because I 
worked with celebrities. So that is one thing that has always been like something that I've I've had in my pocket that was that has been a treasure that my celebrity clients have. Uh, I know I'm veering a little bit, but my celebrity clients no. have. Um, helped me and talked about me and let me use their names in the in the press without paying them. Like back in the day, you used to pay somebody to do something. I've never paid a celebrity for any mention for any anything. And we realized when we started getting press that people would say in the beginning of an article, it would say, "So Deborah Lippman of uh, Lippman Collection would blah 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 blah." And then Lippman la 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 la, and then da 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 da. Lippman says blah 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 blah. And in the story, we were not getting like it was. We weren't getting, oh no, they wouldn't say Lippman. They would say, Deborah does this. Deborah does this. Deborah does that. Deborah does that. And Deborah wasn't in the name of my brand. Interesting. So it was, sorry, I said it backwards, but it was like, okay. So then we had to, 10 years in, we had to make the big, big change of dealing with our retailers and telling them that we were going to change the name of the brand, which they were all a fan of. They were all, all supportive of it. But what we didn't know is that they were going to want us to take back all the inventory they had because they weren't going to put Lippman Collection and Deborah Lippman in the same row. And it was like, that was a very, that was probably hard. That was very, very hard. That was yeah, very, yeah. very hard, but it was, it was a move Essential. that we're very glad that we, we made. Um, and now we can say that, uh, but it was, that was a tough, tough transition because we are self-funded. We are, you know, self-funded. A few of our friends have put money in and helped us when we were in tight spots. Um, but it's, you know, we don't have a, we, you know, there's good things and bad things about not having anybody to answer to having a, mm -hmm. a, you know, a capital group. Like we, we have to answer to ourselves and sometimes yeah. we make bad decisions. So we can't blame it on, you know, we can't blame it on, I can't blame it on somebody else. It's my bad decision if it's a bad decision. But, you know, you live and learn and you're not going to make all good decisions. You're just not. And you have to get, you know, over the years, I've gotten much more comfortable with um, being wrong. I never wanted mm -hmm. to be wrong. I always wanted to be right, even though I had no idea what I was talking about, about on the business side. Um, and, uh, you know, I've had to learn. I really, I had also had this feeling when I first launched the brand, I had this feeling like I had to know everything about business and I didn't know everything about the business and yeah. you know there were things that I wasn't interested in and still I'm not interested in and yet I've had to I have had to learn them some of them you know some there are some things in the business that I really my husband is it's way above my head in the financial part it's way above my head still um but um you know, when I, you know, you go through all these emotional things about, you know, I, I'm supposed to know everything, but I don't know everything. And is it, is it okay that I don't know everything? And I remember going to hear, um, um, I went to a, 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 some, some function that one of the lauders was talking at about, about, I think it was Leonard. And he was saying that, um, sorry, it wasn't Leonard. I'm completely wrong. It was the guy who started Victoria's Secret. Les Wexner. Okay. Yeah. Wexner. Sorry. No, that's Les that's Wexner okay. was talking and he um said that he didn't know a thing about bras. But he knew he was a shopkeeper and he knew how to sell things. And hence he, you know, Victoria's Secret. I'm talking about Victoria's Secret. He used to do the nails for Victoria's Secret forever, by the way. 
Um, but it was a very, it was, that was a very powerful learning for me. It was like, okay, I can. You don't need to know it all in order to actually make it all happen, but you need to be smart enough to bring in the people that actually, I always say it's not even about, you know, not being wise about things. It's, it's about being interested in doing these different things. I'm, I'm a big believer that we can all learn, Mm -hmm. uh, if we choose, right. But maybe, you know, you're more interested in, and that's what we get to do. As I tell my kids, when we grow up, we can actually focus on the things, hopefully that we're most interested in. Yeah. Um, So I think that that is, uh, and have time to do things, uh, like sing as well, which we'll definitely get to. But one of the stories, uh, that I would love for you to tell is, uh, we were, you and I were on this panel in Las Vegas together a few years ago. And I absolutely love the story when you launched and you gave some bottles to a very well known, uh, customer of yours. Um, and, uh, something happened, but I, I won't give it away, but I was dying of laughter. I lost my whole train of thought after hearing the story. And I've probably told your story like 50 times. Oh, I loved you even more for sharing it. So can you, because we all have our production stories um, that are nightmares, but please share that if you would. So Martha Stewart has been one of my, I mean, she was my, one of my first celebrity clients, if not, if not my very first. And, um, she, she wanted, she had encouraged me to launch a brand of color. Like she had encouraged me to do it. And, um, when I was, uh, so I was in, I finally, finally, I used to sing at her party. She used to hire me to sing at her parties, but she would be like, okay, I'm not going to hire you to sing at this next party. If you don't create this brand, like she, she would like, I love it. Like, oh, I love she's, it. she's so awesome. <laughs> um, so I, um, had been working on it and working on it. And she, I was doing her nails weekly, going to the studio where she was doing a TV show and doing her nails weekly. And she would want, you know, the update on where, what was happening. And then she, we had gotten to the point where the um, polish had been, it uh, was going to launch in August. It's going to launch in, uh, in, in August or September. And she wanted me to show her, she wanted me to bring her her own set of polish before it launched. She wanted me to make her own set. And I was like, I I don't have, you know, I don't have a set. And she was like, well, I'd want a set. And so I had like jars, like her jars that had screw on tops, big screw on tops. And um, I finally was like, she was like, you know, if you come next time and don't have the polish, you're like, you can't do my nail. <laughs> sure. You know, with love, but like, but also serious. So I took my bottle, I took the, I took the her jar and I poured into the bottle and I, I thought to myself, you know, I don't want this to be like when you buy a, bo- a bag of potato chips and the bag is half empty. I want my clients to get a full bottle because that drives me crazy when you get an empty bottle. So I filled it up to the, up to the rim, up to the rim with brim, put it all together, gave it to her. Um, she went home and put it in her medicine cabinet, and then she went away on vacation for several weeks and turned off the air conditioning in her house. And um, she came back from vacation, and my phone rang. This was in the day before cell phones. 
my phone rang and I answered the phone and she's like, Debbie, this is Martha. And I was like, she was like, um, she was like, get a chair and sit down. And I was like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And <laughs> like, I had, I had to pull a chair into the kitchen where the phone was like on the wall and like sit down. And she was like, she was like, there's something wrong with your bottle. And so she was like, I'm, we're going to, she's like, that's, I, I went away on vacation and all of your polish exploded in my medicine cabinet. And it was all over my, my bathroom, my rug that like, it was just, it was everywhere. And she was like, so you need to call, you need to call your vendor like immediately. So we went through, we called our, our vendor and we were like, we went through everything we could think of. We eventually got in the car and drove up to the filler just to go through every possible step, every possible step, what could have gone wrong? Because they had paperwork, you know, they have paperwork on every single thing and what the viscosity is and how much they're going to pour and blah, blah, blah. And they were like, they were like, it, we don't pour it up to the, to the net. We don't, it, it just, this can't, this couldn't have happened. This couldn't have happened. This couldn't have happened. And a couple hours into like going through the whole facility with them because they were so great to like try to figure it out with us we were sitting back with the president of the company and he said is there any chance that you poured these bottles by yourself and i said yes there is very proudly he said is there any chance that you poured it up to the neck of the bottle through it filling the neck of the bottle and i said yes i did because i want my customers to get all of the nail polish that they deserve for what the price they're going to pay, no matter what that is. And he said, nail polish expands in the heat. Now, he, then he said, then he said, then he said, is there a chance that your cousin, your, because I didn't tell him it was Martha Stewart. I just said a friend of ours had a, a explosion. And he said, is there a chance that your friend didn't have air conditioning for a period of time? There nail you go. Nail in the heat. And I was just like, and when I called Mark to tell her, she was like, oh, my God, I'm so happy that it wasn't your bottle. I'm so happy that it wasn't your bottle. This is thank you. Thank you so much for letting me know that it wasn't your bottle. I'm really relieved and I'm so happy for you. And by the way, nail polish is really hard to get out of rocks. <laughs> She's always, no, got, a I mean, funny, she's always got a funny quip. Like if you went to a dinner party and you said, who were the three people that you would hate to get that phone call from? Martha Stewart would for sure be on that list, right? I mean, it is just so, and here you are, a brand new entrepreneur starting a company, trying yeah. to figure it all out. Anyone who's ever started a company, I, it's just, I, and again, I've told your story so many times <laughs> because I was just dying. I can feel, I felt for you. I just couldn't believe it. Martha, um, I'm sure uh, got it out of the rug and, and it was, it was all good. But did you think at that moment that you were done, like that you were giving up? I mean, that you were like, I have no idea what I'm doing. No, I was too far along. That's we amazing. Along. I so love we it. Far along and we had put all our own money in it. And so you were like, okay, we know we're not going to do that again. It, yeah, there was not, that was not something. It was like, how do we fix this? How do we fix this? How do we fix this? Um, so, you know, I was, I was young and I had tons of energy and I was ready to fight and, um, and it was, it was too late. It was too, it was just not, 
it was just not something that was even a possibility in my brain that we could that we could give up. I love that. Well, I think taking that kind of feedback and like you said, it's uh, you know, there's a lot of people who would take that as uh, I've got to go down and never get back up again, but you didn't. I mean, you just and I think the best entrepreneurs and founders are the ones that figure out, you know, okay, I screwed up on that and now I got to get back up and and figure out how to go on and that's what I've so admired. Kind of Almost, I mean, probably not every day anymore, but for many years, it would be like, okay, what fire do we need to put out today? What fire do we need to put out today? What, there's there's a bunch of good stuff that happened and there's almost always a fire that you need yeah. to put, you know, so I got a lot stronger and I got, I took things a lot less personally because it was never, it was never about no. It was never about me, but um, yeah, I got I got much much stronger. I was not the person that I am today. With you know, well, and that's how you learn too. Like I've said on those, I've learned so much from consumer feedback too. That I, at times when I feel lost as a founder, I'll get on. You know, I'll go into customer service emails. I'll get on the phone lines. I mean, I, I know that you still maintain uh, that connection with your consumers as well. And I think it's it's super valuable, right? It's better than focus groups because they'll tell you. I ha- We had a complaint last week. We had a, a complaint and um, I got the email that there was a complaint and I read what the complaint was and I thought, just going to, I'm going to call this, I'm going to call this woman and talk to her about it to try to understand exactly. She, she thought her, pop- her polish had been peeling. And I just thought, and she she knew she seemed in her email to know a lot about the brand and had used it before and and she couldn't figure out why it was peeling and I didn't really understand so I wanted to get on the phone with her and have her talk me through what she did and as first of all I spent an hour on the phone with her becoming new best friends because I love people and she lives in the neighborhood and we're probably getting together um my husband's like we don't have an hour for you to solve this problem no. No choice. It got no choice. This is this is what I have, and um, you know, it turned out that she had mistakenly she was using a base coat for a top coat, and a top coat for a base coat, and she, and that happens. That is something that happens frequently, more frequently than I'd to admit. I tried, you know, top coat goes on the top, and the base coat goes on the base. But you know, we don't always look at our. You know, look and read our our directions or look and see, you know, like, first of all, I need my glasses now to like look at an ingredient of what's happening here. Like, okay, this is Sarah Smart. Like I have to, like, you know. Look at it. That, I love it. So, so tell us, you know, for those who aren't as familiar as I am about Deborah Lipman products, how are they unique? I mean, what is it that, that makes them stay on well and uh, so that you don't have to have a manicure as frequently. Well, we have a double patented formula um, in the polish. And it wasn't always as like we have also changed the formula over the years as ingredients and technology have gotten better. Um, the polish that I launched 20 years ago, 24 years ago was, um, I have to say, it was as good as it could be at the time. But it is not as, as it, it first of all, it's really healthy now. We're um, free mm-hmm. of formaldehyde, toluene, dibutyl phthalate, and um, uh, 10 free uh, beyond that. And then we infused. I I didn't want to take out ingredients and not infuse the formula with something. So we put all kinds of skincare ingredients in the formula. So it's 
to really feel like you're getting skincare for your nails with every color, with the base coats, with the top coats, with the treatments, um, and with all of the colors. So it's um, really layering things that are good for you, ingredients and clean ingredients um, now in the formula. And um, we, you know, kept our delicious bottle. So great. So when I found this bottle, so I was looking for packaging and looking for packaging, looking for packaging. And when this bottle like fell into my hand um, and I just looked at it and went, that is my gem. So like there was no cap, you just get the bottle and then to visualize what your logo is going to be and you know, is there room? And my name is really long, by the way. My name is really long, so it's hard to put on small things. We do a lot of um, gift sets with smaller bottles. Yeah, like my brother's all. My brother does all of the all of that technical stuff for us, and um, he's like, you can't use names that are this long. There's no room on the bottle. Like, there's only you can only use. I mean, the things you have to learn. No, but I want and all the names of my polish are song type. So, um, you know, sometimes I would want to, I, I wanted to do a color once called Across the Universe. And my brother was like, are you, I mean, are you kidding me with that? Like, it's not going to fit. It's not going to fit. So um, we did it anyway. We did it. So, great color. So I want to talk to you about color too, because obviously you have been an influencer before even influencer became a, a word, right? Uh, and you know, dealing with so many celebrities, but you really create the color palettes. I mean, it, it, when you think about it, I mean, so much of it, it kind of starts with, with nail polish colors. I mean, I feel like nail polish even comes even before makeup color. I don't know, like that's where you can be a little bit different, right? So the first color that I created, the way that I had never thought that I could create a nail polish color at all. And this is the Mariah Carey story. So Mariah Carey was nominated. I'd been her manicurist for, for a long, long, long time. And she um, had written a song for a movie and it was Oscar nominated and song with Whitney Houston. She was going to be on the Oscars. And, she, you know, your celeb- my celebrity clients are always going somewhere fabulous yeah. and getting dressed and with the hair and the makeup. And it's always a big, you know, it's always a big to do with the Oscars. For the first time, she hadn't been to this event. So for her, it was a big deal. And dresses were coming and the hair person had like was bringing all kinds of ideas and things like that. And and the makeup person, Christopher Buckle, was, had all of these, you know, all of these amazing, amazing ideas and makeup was being sent to them and hair was being sent to them by everybody. And I was like, what can I do? I have to do, I have to do something special for her. I have to do something special for this night. And so I hand poured, I took a few, couple colors and um, poured them not into my this bottle, but into just a bottle and created a color that um, I presented to her and that she wore on the on the Oscars. And she was like, after that happened, she said, all my friends want to get this this polish, and I was like, "Oh well, I have no idea how to create it." Yeah, I have no idea. Like I was just pouring. Like I was just like, I, would I love it. Be able to do it again? I I don't know how to do it again. She was, and she was. She, I always say, like she took her big um, big high heels. She was like, "Go and make polish. You have a talent for color. You have." A, she was like, "You have a color," and I, and I didn't I didn't know that about myself. It was something that I did on a 
in a in a situation where I was trying to be a good person and figure something out. And but it wasn't something that I thought, oh my gosh, look at this creation I've made because it was a nude. Meanwhile, it turns out that nudes are my specialty now. Um, so many years later, I can't get an, enough of a good nude. So, and um, those are, you know, I think what one of the things our our customer just loves about a brand are, are our nudes. So, which is your favorite nude color? It's like which child is your at, favorite? That's right? exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. But I didn't want to say that to you because you have children. I don't have children. So this is my. Ch- these are my children. Yeah. Um, I say whichever one I'm putting on at the moment is my favorite at the moment. I love it. I, I mean, I love, I, I have to love them all. If yeah. I, don't, how moment, many, I can't stand. How many colors do you have now? Oh my gosh. I mean, over the years, I've made hundreds and hundreds of colors, no, like hundreds and colors. And you, you know, you, now it's at the point where you really try, we have to work hard to go, okay, wait, we did something similar in this six piece set or in this nine piece set. We need to make sure that we're not, you know, I never want to duplicate a color unless I'm intentionally doing, you know, this was, you know, greatest hits. So Ooh, the, yeah. the Gel Lab Pro Color. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously the uh, gel, um, so many of, of those products are not so terrific, um, but you've done an amazing job. Uh, you stopped me from doing gel, um, traditional gel. Uh, when I when that came out, because I wanted a nail polish that lasted longer, especially on my feet, I would always go to the beach and it would screw up my nails. And uh, and then I found yours, um, and I was like, oh my god, this is amazing! So, how did you come up with that idea? So when when gels started becoming when the gels that you put your hands in the light started becoming a thing, I was like, well, first of all, I'm I think. I used to say the jury's still out on those lamps, although recently mm-hmm. the jury came in and said that they're not good for you good, yeah. um, after all of these years. Uh, but I thought, I want to make something. What do people love about the gel polish? They love that it stays on longer. They love that it's um, that it goes on smoothly and doesn't have, uh, doesn't have any uh, streaks in it. They love that it's got like a, a cushiony feel to it, like that it's... And um, so... I went to the lab and I really worked on the formula with the chemist. I'm not a chemist, but I was like, these are the things we want. And we tested and tested and tested until, and then they found a um, double patented ingredient that went into this product that we were the first to get and that we were, um, that did everything that I wanted it to do. You get that plumpy look. It's easy to apply. Um, It's shiny, shiny, shiny. That's the other thing that's so that people love about the gels and it stays on longer. It doesn't stay on as long as something that you artificially cook your hands in yeah. does not do that. Um, but it's, it gives you days longer wear than our other, you know, our original formula. It is. No, it's so, so good. So I cannot end this without asking you. So no cutting cuticles. Why is that? No cutting cuticles. So, your skin is the largest organ in your body. Mm-hmm. Your cuticle is the end of your skin on your fingers and your toes. It is meant to be there. So it is um, what happens is because we don't wear gloves and we use our hands all the time. And depending on what your body's DNA is, everybody's cuticle um, grows differently. Um, and if you're, you're, it's, you need to push it back 
if your mm-hmm. cuticle grows up your nail, you need to use a cuticle remover and push it back. And that I recommend you do in a manicure once a week. Um, but you push if you are using a proper product. And this is one thing that I would say that um, is worth one of the most proud things about my brand is my cuticle remover. I guess so the good. most it's um, something that people can use at home. And uh, and also, I really I designed this product for the end user, not for salons. I mean, not for manicurists. I mean, many manicurists use it. Many salons use it, which is, you know, a huge honor. And, a you know, a, I love that. But it was I really designed everything so that you could do it yourself when you got home if you didn't know how to polish your own nails. And um, the cuticle is if you cut it, if you take a nipper and you cut it, you are opening your body to the possibility of bacteria and free radicals and infection coming in. And I'm sure anybody that's um, watching this or listening to this note has at some point nipped something that caused blood. And when you do that, it's, you know, you are, uh, uh, it's, it's opening your body to infection. I mean, obviously. So um, it's just really important that you hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Like every time you wash your hands, you should rehydrate. And we, I mean, I thought we would have learned that in COVID and we did, but then- you know, we got a little bit away. I think we've gotten a little bit away from it, but you can't you can't get too much moisture. You can't get too much moisture. And if you really moisturize your cuticles, you're not going to have things that you need to cut off. Definitely. Well, I, I love that you've been uh, preaching that because I think so many people forget about it. And it's, uh, I always think that you are you have so much wisdom there around this whole topic that I think everybody needs to hear about it. Uh, I just want to ask you a couple more questions. We're I know we're running a little low on time, but I want to, if, if you're okay, I want to just ask you a couple more. So when you think back on building this company, obviously you didn't have the experience. What of all the advice that you got? And I mean, what, do you remember anything just amazing that you receive from people that you think back on. Um, okay, well, Bobby Brown told me this, or Cher told me this, or Martha told me this, or whatever. That just gave you the confidence to know. Okay, I can, I can go do this. I'll tell you what, what happened. The pivotal moment. I was with my best girlfriend, who had been hearing me talk about for a couple of years. Well, if I did a nail polish brand, it would be blah, 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 blah. And if I did a nail polish brand, it would be kind of like blah, 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 as I was like thinking of these things. And I was standing one day, I will never forget this moment, in the store C.O. Bigelow in New York City, small apothecary. And we were, my girlfriend and I were standing at looking at nail polish. And I said, well, if I did a nail polish, I would. And she did that one more time without making steps toward actually doing it. I'm never going to let you talk about it again. You can never speak about it to me again. Do it. And I I was just shit has she's she's actually uh, someone who's put some money into the company at the beginning. She's got big brown eyes and she looked at me and she was never stir. She's the happiest, 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 most positive person Amazing. and this was like Bam, it was just a moment where I was like, okay, I gotta buck up. It's gotta happen. I gotta I gotta do it. I gotta take one one step at a time and figure it out. Yeah. 
I love it. Well, and that's what you need. You need those people that are supporting you and backing you and uh, and giving you that extra shove, right? I I think over and over again. No, I I absolutely love that. Well, I could talk to you all day, and I hope that oh, we get to uh, do more so of much. this. Thank you so much. I'm back and, at you. Uh, back at you. Definitely, you have so much wisdom. I'm so proud of you, what you've built too. And I truly mean it. I think that even, you know, when you're, uh, you're a big name like you are, I think sometimes people really need to uh, uh, say that back to you because I think it's, it's definitely what you've built is um, something that... Uh, creates delight for so many and and uh you're you are such a great role model for so many people who aren't sure whether or not they can do something big and you've really done it oh the one last thing i mentioned the jazz singer so uh you were barely mentioning to me that you're gonna be on an album coming up i mean you've continued to do that which is Amazing. Yeah, I continue. I continue to sing, and occasionally um, I will sing in a in a club. Um, I will sing at Birdland in in New York City, and um, I have a friend uh, that uh, I met named John Minnick, who's a recording artist, and he I love it. Uh, has asked me. I've sung on one of his albums a few years ago, actually the night before I recorded the night before shut lockdown. We were like in the recording studio going, should we be here? Should we even like be here doing this? And made this beautiful, beautiful song. And um, he's doing an album um, that uh, he's do he's doing another album and he's done several since then, but he's doing another album soon that um, with a really famous songwriter and the songwriter heard um, has heard all of his music. And the songwriter said, you have to have Deborah do a duet with you on your next album. And so it's like, I sing backgrounds for Leanne Rhymes at Carnegie Hall. Amazing. Mic drop. It was, yeah, she is. So she's, and I know her through, um, I, well, I know her through her manager, but I was, her, you know, I was her New York manicurist for, you know, when she comes here and does things, I knew her through her nails. And uh, she's had me sing on other projects with her on television, on Good Morning America and the Today Show. And, then a few months ago, she had a gig at Carnegie Hall, and I got to sing at Carnegie Hall in my time. So keep your dreams alive. No, I love it. And so many people give those things up, right? They figure that they're, you know, this is now their lane and they're going to stick with it. But I think that you've uh, continued to do amazing, really great things. So that's, I'm very very excited and proud of you for sure. So we'll thank you. We'll have everything in the show notes uh, where people could get your product, obviously, direct to consumer, Amazon, as well as in so many uh, retailers as well. So thank you for taking the time to come on and share your amazing founding story. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Goodbye for now. Thanks again for listening to The Kara Golden Show. If you would, please give us a review and feel free to share this podcast with others who would benefit. And of course, feel free to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of our podcast. Just a reminder that I can be found on all platforms at Kara Golden. And if you want to hear more about my journey, I hope you will have a listen or pick up a copy of my book, Undaunted, which I share my journey 
including founding and building Hint. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And thanks everyone for listening. Have a great rest of the week and 2023 and goodbye for now. Before we sign off, I want to talk to you about fear. People like to talk about fearless leaders, but achieving big goals isn't about fearlessness. Successful leaders recognize their fears and decide to deal with them head on in order to move forward. This is where my new book, Undaunted, comes in. This book is designed for anyone who wants to succeed in the face of fear, overcome doubts, and live a little undaunted. Order your copy today at undauntedthebook.com and learn how to look your doubts and doubters in the eye and achieve your dreams. For a limited time, you'll also receive a free case of Hint Water. Do you have a question for me or want to nominate an innovator to Spotlight? Send me a tweet at Kara Golden and let me know. And if you like what you heard, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow along with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Kara Golden. Golden. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.